Welcome to From Our 20s. Our goal in this podcast is to have conversations around topics that we in our 20s are going through. We have realized that we can often feel like we're the only ones going through whatever the situation or feeling may be, and navigating life can be difficult. But we believe it helps so much to be able to relate and know we aren't the only ones. I truly believe that we are a lot more alike than we are different, and there is hope, especially with faith. Thanks for joining us again. This will be part three of our dating series with Kaylee Light. Uh, We're just going to continue the conversation, and we hope you enjoy it, as we have certainly enjoyed the conversation ourselves. So let's just hop into this part three episode on our dating series. All right, so Uh, rolling into part three is what we're probably into now. Kaylee, did you have a question? Yeah. So I think you and I talked about this a little bit. Um, Probably. But, but like, knowing, like, trying to know the difference between, like, what is when you're evaluating, like, somebody that you are potentially wanting to date. Like, what is the difference between a red flag and just, like, an imperfection? Like, that's something that's been really hard for me is, like, okay, like, because it's, like, obviously you can't expect somebody to be perfect, Right. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, well, how do I differentiate between like, okay, this is just an imperfection, like this is just somebody like not being perfect, or like this is a red flag and like this is an indication like maybe this isn't somebody that I should date. Because I literally I <laughs> I like this just like gets me when I'm when I'm like looking to date people because I have overlooked things like for sure. Like I dated a guy who was like on drugs because I was just like Oh well, you know, we're all in perfect. a different place in our sanctification journey. <laughs> 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 I, like, I struggle I with pride. Like... He struggles with crack cocaine. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> but it was just like, you know, oh well, you know, like he had a lot of good things about him. He came from like a really good family, and like he, you know, didn't really like party much, and supposedly had like a strong faith and all this stuff, and so it was like okay you know but then it was like that and I was like I'm a little bit confused um but it was like for me I was just like okay well you know he's in college like it's just an imperfection like it's not I don't know if that's like a red flag like why I don't know why I thought that but you know so it's like what do you think like how do you think you draw that line between like okay this person's just you know not a perfect person or this is something that like you know this is a red flag I probably shouldn't date this person you know what I mean well you know what they say about red flags is when you look at someone with, with rose-colored glasses, all their red flags just look like flags. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that he deep in my soul. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's true. Yeah, it definitely can be hard to discern, especially when you have all the feels for somebody. You can yeah. often make that red flag a yellow flag or just completely miss it because you're you're too close to the the picture to see what's really there yeah um yeah i know i've definitely that's a good question i mean this is somewhat related to like the whole like flag thing but like overlooking things is i think like in my last relationship like both of us were kind of like hoping the other person different but like we were Mm. overlooking it because like good like chemistry like got along like personalities meshed and things like that which yeah. isn't quite the same thing as doing drugs, I suppose. But <laughs> end of the yeah. day, it's like 
<laughs> I heard somebody, I think it was my old pastor at my old church. And like, I've heard this like a million different times, I'm sure. Like it's been all around. This is like guys date, you know, girls date guys hoping that they'll change and guys date girls hoping that they never do. Um, yeah, heard that. This is like, I don't know. I feel like this is a way bigger issue for girls just because like, I don't know. I don't think I've ever like struggled personally with like what's it called like dating potential or whatever or just like hoping that somebody will change I think like usually that seems to be like more of a girl's issue mm-hmm. well issue I've, I've, like, just... I can beg to differ on that one <laughs> alright maybe it's just me once again I have very little dating experience so I don't know what I'm talking about so I think you just gotta you gotta kind of step back and go back to the fundamentals and priorities Mm-hmm. like you kind of kind of pull yourself out of the emotions and look at it logically which is tough to do yeah because it's easy to try and justify and you also want to give grace yeah that and that's what's hard because i because with this situation like this person was like i am worried about telling you this because i feel like you like he already had it in his mind that I was like a judgmental Christian. And like he didn't yeah. really know me. He had it in his mind that I was a judgmental Christian because I didn't do this, this, and this, and I lived a certain way and whatever. And so, you know, he told me he's like, I don't I just don't want you to judge me. Like and I'm just like, Well, I'm not like here to judge you, but like as somebody that I'm trying to evaluate like to date, like that is compatible with me, like in looking at my the rest of my life, like I'm not being judgmental, but I do have to like have discernment with that you know what I mean it's like I'm not gonna think that like you're you know I don't think you're a bad person for having that lifestyle whatever but like you know me saying well that doesn't really like work for me or like that's not something that I agree with that doesn't mean I'm judgmental you know yeah um so I I run into that because I'm like oh well I don't want to be like a judgmental stereotypical judgmental Christian and like I want to give grace and I know and it's hard for me too because I know that guys struggle with a lot of stuff so it's like I want to like be understanding as well, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like I don't know, but so I think you got to look I think it for me what I found is you got to look big picture. What yeah. is this thing that might be red flag? How is it going to be down the road in yeah. the future? Okay like is this kid's dad doing this or am I okay right. with my kid's is mom it, doing it? And that? is it yes. something is it something they're figuring out? Mm-hmm. Is it something that they haven't figured out and is it something i mean are they willing to change it's just it's just different for every situation but i think the as far as like if you go into beliefs like and expecting someone to change their beliefs and if you don't share the same values i think that's kind of a red flag i think you should share the same views on big issues and and but you don't have to go into the weeds into this the minor stuff so much as if he's um, non-denominational and you're Baptist, like big deal, you know, make sure the main things line up and some of the minors, but yeah, red flags are if the majors aren't there. And if there's something that's a bad habit, a bad addiction, but I mean, you got to definitely use discernment and get to understand the situation before you make a, a judgment call on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's tricky to know grace versus should I not be giving them this? It's just, I don't know. It's tough to, without being super specific, I guess. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I think this like goes back to like in part one, you know, why don't I? And I guess like also Brandon, like why don't we like really like dating? It's like he was that guy, however, you, I don't know what like the relationship it would be like ex boyfriend, somebody you're talking to is like, don't judge me. Like, what do you think dating is? It is one yeah. long judgment. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end What's of the What's one like, way to put can, it? <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's an where's evaluation. The lie? Where's the lie? What's an evaluation? <laughs> it's it's an evaluation all the way through. It's, yeah. it's a process. Evalu- it's an not... evaluation is a judgment. Yes, but people hate the word judgment, you know? Oh, I mean, let's call it what it is. Like, it's a long I know. Call it what it is, you. but yeah. Yeah. yeah it like, is. why do I like, like, what do you think a dating is? Is it's like. <laughs> let's simplify it down like i'm trying to decide whether like i want to marry you and spend the rest of my life with you and you're trying to decide that about me like if that doesn't call for judgment i don't know what does yeah yeah no Um, that's true that's that's the difference between friendships and a relationship with for significant others and spouses like i'm okay with my friends not like being on every page as me for like christian morals and ethics and, yeah, everything like, and political yeah, stuff that's fine but when we're talking about a spouse those things have to be there because we're going to spend the rest of our lives together and i want to spend my I'm divorcing the main it's not an option so yeah. the things have to be there and that's why it's so much more crucial and you weigh it that much more heavy in that type of relationship i don't so, think yeah. you have to be like on the same page about every like it's just a matter of it's like brand and i talked about this a while back where it's like i guess like personally like i don't care about a whole lot of things like whether it's like anything from like political to where we're going to dinner tonight like i don't have a whole lot of strong opinions mm-hmm. so i don't care that me and whoever I marry line up on everything. But it's like, okay, here are five things that these are non-negotiables and non-deal breakers. This is like where I land on this. And even if you don't land there, you have to respect that it's where I do. And if a decision is being made, this is where I'm going with it. Mm-hmm. Are you good with Like, I don't think, you know, take a compatibility test. You don't have to have an 100. You don't even have to have a right. 50. But it's right. like, okay, here's where I land. This is what it is. Are you okay with that or not? Yeah, well, I just get into like kids part of it. Like if you both disagree on something, then now your kids, where are they? What are they going to learn? Which side I mean, are they going to take? Do you have the same you political stance that your parents do? Yeah, pretty well. Oh, Kaylee? Um, I would say, I mean, I have my own mind, but I... I'm not, like, I'm not talking yeah. like exactly like politics, but I mean just like views on social issues and just like christian ethics and morals I mean, and everything like and I, I mean i have I, different views on some social issues than my parents do. i know but like growing up like you don't want to be fighting your spouse over what you're going to teach your kid like you don't want to be in a disagreement and butting heads because that doesn't help the relationship you know like i get sure. i'm taking it maybe to an extreme but i'm just trying to get the point well, across also too like do you not think like that i mean I don't know, you might disagree, but, like, do you not think that, like, your political views, like, I feel like my political views and everything, everything that I do in my life, I'm trying to do through, like, a biblical worldview, so it's, like... Exactly. So it's, like, okay, well, you know, if I'm doing that, and, like, my, honestly, like, my politics, like, what do they, what does that represent? Like, what I believe in, what I believe is is right, so then where does that come from? My morals. So where do my morals come from? Like, 
what I believe in about God in the world. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I feel like there's, there are certain, like, like Brandon said, like the small things, like, okay, like non-denominational denominational versus Baptist or like small stuff like that. But when it comes to like, I don't know, like larger issues, I think, I think politically, like I, I personally would need to be on the same page as somebody for sure. I mean, when it comes to, I don't know, like just rights and like abortion and all that stuff. Like I would just feel like I would need to be, I don't know, on the same page as somebody. But I, I like what you said about how you were like, are you okay with that person? Like being the father of your children, you know, and like thinking about that, because that's something that I, that I really also had to think about, like while I was going through dating was like, okay, let me take this, like take this person, like, and think about, you know, years down the road, you know, even would I be okay if my son, like if, if I have a son one day and he grows up exactly like this guy that I'm dating, would I be happy with that? You know, like, would I be like proud of that? Would that be something that like I would want? You know what I mean? Like for, cause my husband's going to be the role model. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, yeah, I like what you said, Casey, about, um, thinking about that person as like, you know, the parent of your children and not just thinking about like how they are, you know, with you, um, at that time. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. How do you guys think social media has changed people's expectations or perception of dating? Well, tonight my perception, according to Kaylee, has been I just have to slide into DMs and they're always going to say yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, gosh. Okay, that's not. I don't always. Okay, you make it sound. You guys make it sound like I I don't go out. No, you did that to you. Okay, you framed it that way. Okay, I don't want to make it sound. I do not (laughs) go out. If a guy asks me out in person, I'm never going to say no. No, no, no. If okay, I think that was the quote. Just because a guy slides into my DMs doesn't mean that I'm going to go out on a date with him. But I don't like I'm I do go if I think somebody is like cute, even though I don't really know much about them. It, like maybe they seem a little bit nice. I'm just I'll just go. You know what I mean? But yeah. like I don't say I'm not making stranger danger, like, stranger danger. <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like I say yes to everyone who slides in my DMs. So that's not true. <laughs> For sure, not true. Um, wait, what was the question? So that the question, how has social media changed people's expectations and perceptions about dating? I'm sorry, Kaylee, I'm not to make a reference you're not going to get again, but the How I Met Your Mother okay. episode, there's an episode, and this was probably in like 2010, so like Instagram was probably barely even a thing, but it was about how everybody looks everybody up on like Facebook and Instagram before they go on a date. And so they oh, like yeah, try to set a date like let's like not look each other up at all yeah like have you like cre- ever so you don't create that bias that you didn't like look up their social media first absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> horrifying that is stranger danger that is just reckless and insubordinate <laughs> horrifying thought yeah no i definitely look at their stuff for sure that's like so you're trying to vet them you're trying though. to like you want to try and rule out the easy red flags before anything happens i guess yeah I'm saying that concept is like barely 10 years old. Yeah. Like your parents could never even fathom. Wait, did you guys know back in 1950s, 75% of relationships got formed within a four block radius of where somebody grew up and 
this was mind blowing to me. 25 where they grew up or where they worked. Sorry, that's what I should say. And 25, one out of every four relationships were between two people who lived on the same block. Oh my gosh. That's a- well, there was four. such a bigger sense of community and small communities back then. There's just more emphasis on that type of living. That's insane. That was nuts to me. Brandon, I've been on your road. Could you imagine if you had like a one in four shot where the only person you could ever be with was on your road? (laughs) Well, they would be uh, probably in their 60s. It's a pretty long road. (laughs) Dude, same. I only have one other neighbor on my road. I grew up in farm country. I married a (laughs) 50-year-old. But like, yeah, it... Times have changed, that's for sure. People are more spread out in places and closer in places. I think it's interesting. I think it has changed in good ways and bad ways. I think that, like, I think it's, I think it's good because I think that, like, it makes, I think it's easier to, like, meet people, I guess. Like, just have access to, like, all these, like, people. And if you're interested. But is more options better? Well, that's what I'm going to say. So, like, it's good you in want a to sense. Hear a scientific study? <laughs> Let's good. let Kaylee finish. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most like Casey phrase ever. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. You don't even you don't even know him, and you know him. <laughs> um, but it's like I think it's like good in a sense because it's it's like I don't know. It makes it a little bit easier to meet people. But I think that it's caused. Honestly, I think it's it's one of the reasons why I think our generation of people are getting married a lot later or no, literally not at all. Um, and I think that has to do one with how everyone has like really shifted to be super like obsessed with themselves and their careers and like all that stuff. But also too, I think um, because I think that people are overwhelmed by the amount of options that they have and they're like, and, and I, and this is not something that I experience cause it's just not really my personality, but it's like, I think that some people are just always like, oh my gosh, like they see like all of these different people that probably they would have never met, but they get to see like, I don't know. It's like you get to see somebody that you don't, maybe you don't necessarily know, but you see like the highlights of their life and you're like, wow, that person seems amazing. And then maybe like the person that you're dating, like you see them in their raw moments and like the hard moments and you're with them, you know in and out every day and whatever and you don't see the highlights and then maybe you're like I don't know maybe some people this isn't me but I'm saying maybe some people start to wonder you know what I mean or um just because it's like we have access yeah. to like so much about everybody's lives and then also too like I don't know it's just it's like you're seeing so many more people and you're seeing all the stuff that's out there in the um in the world and just like all the different people and like what they're doing with their lives and like you only have like you know, that like highlight, you know, perception of the best parts of them. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you might chase after like that thing. Like I see, I, I, I can notice, like, I notice it in dudes, but I, I mean, I'm obviously I know girls do it too, but like dudes who are just always chasing girls who have a ton of followers, you know, or are, like semi-famous or like whatever. And it's like, LOL, I do the opposite. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, me too. Me too. I spy with my little eye, girly, I can get because you don't get too many likes, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, you definitely too. came up with that on the spot. I don't. That was good. Wait, okay. what? Wait, what? Okay, Wait, well, you should have you... take, you what? take credit on. for that one. 
Hold up. Do neither of you know what that's from? No, I know that song. Oh. Did Brandon? Didn't know. <laughs> Hold up. I'm uncultured. <laughs> is it because it's not? <laughs> I was like, that is like a billion hits on Spotify. Done. Dude, I don't even know what song you're referencing to. I don't listen to mainstream music. Um, I spy. But... So yeah, so I think it's like I think it's like people are attracted to like this like facade that people can put up. You know what I mean? So it's like you see this girl and she has like so all these like Instagram followers and you see like, you know, the best like moments of her life and her on vacation and like doing all this stuff, but like you don't get to see, you know, how she is in day to day and what she struggles with and all that stuff. So you might be, and, and even in other relationships, like you might be looking at your relationship and be like, oh man, well, I don't want, you know, I want a relationship like this person or I want a relationship like this person. And it's like, you're seeing all that because of social media. But once again, like what we talked about when we did like that whole podcast with it being like the highlight reel and comparing, like, I think that can be the same thing with like your relationships and like the person that, you know, you're dating and you might, I don't know, it's like you might see the person that you're dating or somebody you're interested in and you see them in person and you see like all their, you know, flaws and, and you get to reveal like the vulnerable, vulnerable parts of them. And then you see somebody on social media that looks like they're perfect to have it all together. You know what I'm saying? But then it's not reality. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I think a lot of social media, it's all about status. So I think people are seeing, these semi celebrities yeah. in relationships and having the perfect the perfect account with all the cute pictures and all the great stuff and they're wanting that because it's just a status because they want their friends to like it and so i think we're just drifting to try and search for something that other people will approve because yeah. we just want to yeah, be think, seen yeah i think a lot of it is like the whole if you're going after someone with a lot of followers it's more of like I think a pride move where I guess there's a few ways you could take it. One is like, it's called pre-selection, which just means that, okay, like we're talking about tons of people that I don't know who they are, but clearly a bunch of people want this person. So it must means that they're like a good candidate. So awesome. Yeah. After, because if everybody wants them, that means it's a good one to go after. Or you want to get like really like cynical. It's like, okay, well, this person has a ton of followers, which means they're important, which means if I can date them, that means by, you know, the associative property, I am therefore also important. They yeah, no, you're exactly right, Casey. I've literally seen people do this. Like, you're exactly right. Like, seriously, that's, yeah, I <laughs> definitely think that's a thing. Absolutely. But also, can you please explain to me why girls are like, obsessed and in love with like, celebrity couples relationships of people that they've never met? Other than Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, that one's amazing. But like all wait, like what do you mean? Like I have friends, like someone went to Liberty, where it's like, oh, like I bet I think a bunch of them were from like The Bachelor, where it's like they're just like obsessed with like the relationship, like other like famous couples have, or it's like oh, like they just had a baby, like I'm in love with them. Like girls just love love, (laughs) like they they all they just love relationships they like talking about like that's what girls talk about is relationships and people it's like it's they're having like a very broad generalization but i suppose i understand your point <laughs> i mean I, it's true that's true i'm glad i'm glad you under i'm glad you understand that i literally i dated a guy one time and we like i would talk about relationships with him a lot because we were in a relationship yeah and, and he'd be like 
I don't understand. Like he's like you are like you always talk about relationships. Like like why it's do you fun. And I was like, well, um, maybe because we're in a relationship, <laughs> <laughs> so I need to ask you stuff about our relationship since we're in one, bro. Bro, <laughs> follow but, up on that. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Sorry, you what's said up? So I thought you were gonna. <laughs> what's, what's up? Body? What? So, like, I guess redirected towards, like, the normal thing is, like, I saw this at Liberty a lot, so I think this is more of, like, a Christian thing than anything, yeah. but, like, and just you saying, like, talking about relationships brought up, not saying, like, you did this, but I saw a lot of people where I think it's, like, there is a right way to date, and therefore, if I follow all these steps and I get a person who is ABC and who, like, has never done XYZ, and then I follow all these steps, read all these books, and follow them. Then that's going to guarantee that everything is going to go fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, were, was that a type of person that you guys saw as well? I mean, I think... Or at least that mentality. I mean, I think that that's like... That's what everybody dreams that necessarily... Yeah, but it's like... I'm not saying, like, you're trying to guarantee an outcome, and therefore... I'm only going to date somebody who wants to be a preacher and they could have never <laughs> smoked, drank, or chewed or dated someone who, oh, frick, it goes, I'm, I don't smoke, drink, or do or date someone. Okay, it doesn't work when I change the pluralization. You get what I'm saying. I was about well, to say, you know, Jew. honestly, I don't know. I am not. <laughs> just, 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 okay. Okay. I, I will snip that one out. Oh, <laughs> Please, uh, my <laughs> unwilling anti-Semitic comments shouldn't go in the air. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I may have met people like that, but I don't know. Like, I, I'm i definitely not like that because I'm not, like, I haven't, you know, been perfect. So I'm, I don't know. I'm not like that. I don't really, I may have had some friends, some friends that were like that, I guess. But like, yeah, I don't know. What about you, Brandon? I have no idea what the question was. <laughs> like, do you feel there were people who had like? I'm trying to like streamline. I was gonna say like way too, maybe like way too like strict of rules for dating, or maybe it's like there was like a clear playbook they were following, and it couldn't well, be think, like deviated from. Well, I think it's like, are you saying like they think that like if they do X, Y, and Z, and they're gonna have a guaranteed certain outcome? Is that what you mean? Yeah, like, there's a formula for, like, if you choose a person who is a certain way, and then, like, you institute these certain rules in dating, then, like, that makes, you know, you're never going to have any problem. Like, you'll be able to keep yeah, all the losers I mean, to I think like, that find I, the perfect I, one without any problem. Honestly, I think that I might have been a little bit like that at some point, but, like, when I was younger was, I don't sure. know, was I was just like, okay, well, if I do this, this, and this, and if I make sure this happens and this happens and this happens, then, you know... I don't expect anything to go wrong, you know? Yeah. And then, when, just... and then when it did, my world was shook. When was, yeah. When I was 18, my world was shook. I was like, wait a second. I was like, I was a nice person. I was the best girlfriend I could be. I did all this stuff. And, like, I followed the rules, I feel like. And, like, what happened? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's just, like, a little bit of, like, naivety. A little bit. I don't know. It's just unrealistic expectations. and. Yeah. When you have two imperfect people joining together, it's you're gonna have imperfections, and uh, you can't, you just can't expect to have a cookie cutter relationship that you see on 
TV or on social media. It's just not, it's not reality. That's the 1% of somebody's life that you're seeing and perceiving. So, and I think most people aren't naive to that. I think most people know and understand that relationships are tough and require work, but maybe some, maybe some people don't, maybe some people don't realize that it's okay to have disagreements and fight because it brings you closer together if your end goal is to stay together and work through it but I'm seeing a lot of people get into a relationship and then when something goes wrong they just run because they don't they think oh no we got one thing going on we gotta just we gotta ditch yeah oh my gosh I understand that so much I think people need to understand that you're not going to find the perfect person there's going to be disagreements there's going to be phases of dating there's definitely going to be phases in marriage where you're just not feeling it. And there's just something's going to be off for a little bit and you got to work through it, communicate and just talk it out, express it and try and work to fight for the same thing together. If you truly want it to work and you truly believe that you're with the right person, I think you'll fight to make it work, but it's got to be, it's got to be mutual. I always say it takes two to tango. Yeah. No, for sure. I listen to the book on my way to visit Brandon, Minnesota. I'd say I highly recommend it. Recommend. Um, it's called State of Affairs. The entire book is like, think about like affairs and infidelity. Um, so it was very interesting. I'm sure there's a ton of people who would like not like it at all. Um, (laughs) but one thing the author said that like just hit was, you know. I want you to talking about like a spouse is it's like, I want you to be my best friend and my trusted confidant and my passionate lover to boot. And now we live twice as long. So we come to one person and we basically are asking them to give us what once an entire village used to provide. Um, so give me belonging, give me identity, give me continuity, but also give me sure that was that mystery. book. Yeah, it was. So that was from, was Romance from he oh, quoted yeah. it from her yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 So gotcha. there's a book I do highly recommend. So, it's like an R-rated book in terms of like language and themes, but everyone, it's called Modern Romance. Um, yeah, so sum up like, that quote again. Yeah, so not too long ago, we want one person to give us what our entire social circle used to provide. And the quote she said is like, give me comfort, but give me edge and give me novelty, but also give me familiarity and give me predictability, but also surprise me. And we think that's a given and that just a few tips and tricks are going to save us with that where it's like we are looking for unicorns and we're looking for an entire social circle. We're looking for what used to be our church, our family, our best friends, our employer, and our spouse to all be that one person who's going to give us everything that we're looking for. And we're looking for like direct opposites where it's like, I want someone who's going to surprise me, but I also want a sense of comfort and familiarity. It's like, you want a unicorn. Yeah. And meanwhile, filling everything that I can't do that they can do. Wait, what? Wait, say that one more time. Well, like they, they're able, they're able to do what I can't do. Like where my weaknesses are, oh, they yeah, have their yeah, strengths yeah. in. So that we can we make a complete whole circle. Yeah, no, and yeah. I think that's why I think that's why Casey too. Like a lot of um, like there's so many marriages that end in divorce because, um, oh my gosh, I I dated this guy and he. He jumps like every like 10 months to a year, he jumps and goes like 
from one relationship to the next relationship and then he's in it for like 10 months to a year he's done it like five times and i think that he just i think it's like one of those things where it's like if it if they think it's if this person like doesn't provide me like everything that i need and like they can't be all those things then it must be wrong you know what i mean it's like okay well if they can't do all that stuff and like um like fulfill all those roles and like i don't know like do exactly what i think that they should do then you know something must be wrong and i need to like try to find something else you know what i mean yeah Um, again it's just it's expect it's just unrealistic expectations yeah we're expecting too much of the other person when you gotta i don't know how we shift that i guess yeah it's all about balance (laughs) yeah it really is all about balance for sure that should be it for this episode thank you guys for joining us and i guess to kind of do a quick little recap of the episode just look for red flags have discernment uh, get around community that can help help you determine the things that you maybe don't see but also remember to give some grace as well as you are probably not perfect either Uh, Remember that dating is an evaluation. It's a process. It's not a status to be in. Uh, It's just to determine if the person is someone you want to spend the rest of your life with. So uh, thanks again, Kaylee and Casey, for joining me. And we will have, indeed, a part four to wrap up this dating series, which I think you guys are going to absolutely love. We're going to kind of give some more advice and kind of just get into, again, more stuff about dating that we feel is relevant and... um, something that people need to hear so thanks for joining us on from our 20s subscribe like whatever share it we appreciate it so much contact us at from our 20 at gmail.com or find us on instagram we greatly appreciate all the feedback and we'll see you next time